Hi everyone! We have an exciting announcement. We're expanding our YouTube videos to the podcast world. Our YouTube channel will remain the same, but we wanted to provide content in the form of audio only for those who'd rather listen than watch. Welcome to our show! I'm Umber. And I'm Afsha. Here, we delve into compelling topics and have the uncomfortable conversations that you weren't allowed to have at the dinner table. Nothing is off limits, and the taboo topics that you've always wondered about but couldn't discuss are what we're here for. <laughs> Welcome back. So today's video is going to be super spontaneous. This morning, I was reading a tweet and I thought it would be awesome to talk about. I'm going to basically play devil's advocate and I'm going to just have opposing views to everything that's being said. In that way, we can incorporate everyone's views in our videos instead of yeah. just ours and we want to kind of go through a list of like what we've heard people say against them and then we can respond. When it comes to modesty, it's something that we grew up learning. Really struggled with. Yeah. The things that I can think of that people would say against this is one, that men are naturally attracted to women's bodies. It's not their fault. Basically, it's instinctual they are sort of all about sex food and well they're for reproduction exactly so they can't help it they can't help their boners and they can't help being attracted to women it's natural so my response to that would be men are not apes they are not wild animals that can't think for themselves men are intelligent they're adults and they can make those decisions on their own and they're not toddlers who are unable to look away or unable to keep their opinions to themselves or keep their pants and their pants. Right. We have a choice and we have a thought process. We can actually analyze things and determine whether they're right or wrong. We have a moral responsibility. And also my response would be that we are completely ignoring women in that equation. When we say that men are instinctually horny or sexually attracted to women, yeah. it's implying that like women don't have those feelings, yeah. when in reality we do, but we're able to control them. Society hasn't allowed us to express those because then we are a hoe. And I think it disregards how women are feeling in the whole situation. It's all about a man's response. It's not about how you're making a woman feel based on what she is or isn't wearing. Right. It's simply none of your business. It's, it doesn't matter what the weather is and it doesn't matter what anyone's wearing. And if you don't like it, you simply look away, you walk away. You have no right to tell someone else what to do, really. Yeah. Yeah. The main premise of modesty culture is that women need to dress in a way that doesn't provoke sexual response in men. Right. Okay. So my opposing view would be that women are special and sacred and our bodies need to be covered because do you want a diamond that's been seen by everyone? It's rare. It's special. Like I've had people talk about fruit with me where it's like, hey, oh, you have to peel it. A grapefruit like an orange. or an orange, isn't it more appealing when it's covered because yeah. you know it's fresh. <laughs> and, like, and, and like also yeah. covered, right? So it's like ripe inside. I mean, oranges, they're meant to be peeled and that's when they're tasty. So if we do want to use that sort of diluted argument, the same with jewelry, like diamonds are meant to be worn and they're meant to be shown off. Their value doesn't decrease based on how often they're worn. Women are compared to these types of metaphors all of the time. So what would you say in response to that? We're not fruit. <laughs> Yeah, we're not. We're not jewelry. Yeah. Human beings are very complex. You cannot compare us to an orange. You can't compare us yeah. to a diamond. You can't compare us to inanimate objects that just yes. don't matter. So another opposing view would be that no man is going to want to marry you if you're dressed a certain way yeah. or if you've had a certain amount of sexual partners. Basically, you're not going to find a husband if you dress that way because men want modest, respectful women. There are people who perpetuate that. We're going to talk about personal experience. That's something that I grew up with. 
Right. It wasn't exactly. just my parents. It was people like in my university. There was men everywhere basically saying, you're not like other women. Or yeah. I like you because you don't dress like that and you don't want that kind of attention. Right. And those types of things positively reinforced the fact that I not only slut shame myself, I would slut shame other people. My response to that would be that there are 100% men that are like that and mm -hmm. will marry you if you dress a certain way or you've had a certain amount of partners. Yeah. However, why would you want a life partner that thinks that little of you. Like, why would you want a life partner that is like that? That's attaching your self-respect to your choice of attire, your choice of dress. When I'm wearing a parka and when I'm wearing a bikini, mm -hmm. I respect myself just as much. It's identical. It doesn't change at all. What I consider respect is the way I respect myself is I stand up for myself. Mm -hmm. I have boundaries. I pick healthy relationships, I work for healthy relationships, and that way I respect who I am. I don't let people treat me badly, I don't let people mistreat me. And so yeah. when you let someone walk on you, when you are a pushover or you are unable to create boundaries that are really necessary, in that way I can say, you know, you need to have more respect for yourself. But how we somehow attach clothing to self-respect is not something I understand or agree yeah. with. Men's bodies don't get policed like women's do. A woman wearing something that could be considered provocative yeah. versus a man wearing something that could be considered provocative, but yet he's not judged for it. Yeah. So I grew up learning that it's the woman's responsibility to make sure a man doesn't look. Anytime I've been catcalled, I immediately look down at myself to see what I'm wearing. As if somehow I'm responsible for the way that a man reacts. Yeah. If it was about what you wear, then we would, in countries where they enforce hijabs or burqas, where their body has to be completely covered, then there would be no catcalling, there would be no sexual assault, but there's a ton in those countries, so it has nothing to do with what a woman wears. And I actually have experienced that. I've realized that I could be wearing a winter parka or I could be wearing a skirt and I'd still get catcalled. So we've deluded ourselves into thinking that our clothing is going to stop a man from being attracted to the female body. Yeah. And the length of your clothing is not going to stop women from being harassed. I want to make it clear, being attracted or having urges is not wrong. It's how you react to it. That's what you're responsible for. And it's offensive because we're basically saying that a man can't control his urges. It's offensive to women and men. And yeah, men. I mean, you should be offended when someone says that you can't help it because yeah. they're basically calling you a Neanderthal. And also, it's so disrespectful because this is all a conversation in being heterosexual. Like, I go to a women's change room, there's females that are lesbian, bisexual, that are in a locker room, like why is it always about the man's gaze and why is it always about, oh a man can't react this way, like what about women? How come just, I can go into a yeah. locker room and I feel fine and safe, but I wouldn't be able to if it was the other way around? It's just assumed that everyone is heterosexual and that's mm -hmm. it, it leaves so many people up. Growing up in a Muslim household, we grew up with a lot of shame regarding our body because of these sort of rules that were imposed even as a kid. If we were to have our pants come off or something as a joke, it would always be like, Oh, you're shamey. Oh, you're naked. In their minds to defend them, they had no idea how it was going to turn out. Mm -hmm. They thought they were teaching us respect. They thought they were teaching mm -hmm. us modesty. And what actually happened is that for a very long time, we felt completely disconnected from our bodies. And it almost felt like our bodies weren't ours. And we always had to worry about what other people thought of our body versus what yeah. we thought of our body. Our body was defined by how other people reacted to exactly. it. Exactly. The phrase, don't you feel ashamed 
would be said if we were in limited clothing and, and yeah. so we started to equate Thanks. love and respect for ourselves yeah. through clothing and there's a lot of guilt associated with it a lot of guilt and you grow up with a really bad body image you just have no body like image I, issues yeah. I've had no self-confidence in the way I look and I've always been very uncomfortable yeah in certain types of clothing yeah. until recently when I was 12 or 13 is when I hit puberty and I mean I've always had a curvy body and it was ogled at when I was 13, it was weird, and now it's glorified, but like I haven't changed. And how I react or how I feel about my body, it has been in reaction to how other people react to it. So when I was at 13, I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden curves are great. One memory that stands out to me is when I was working at a bank, my coworker and I had noticed that we were wearing the same pants, and I remember just being super excited that we had bought the same black pants. And I remember my branch manager calling me into the office, and she, a woman, said to me, you can't wear those pants to work. And I had mentioned, you know, well, so-and-so beside me is wearing the exact same ones. She specifically responded saying, yeah, but you can't because you're body type. That's such a common story for so many women, especially black women who are just born with curves. We have to constantly be apologetic for the way our body is. Yeah. It's always, oh, you're too sexual. We're constantly objectified for what we look like. It's like, oh, she's so flat, look at her, haha. And then it's like, when you have boobs, oh, cover them up, why are you showing them? We're constantly policed as to how we should be dressing. Yep, and, and what how, type and of how body our body should, should look exactly, yeah. yeah. That reminds me of when I was in junior high, it always, this memory always sticks out to me. It might seem small, but it was traumatic in the moment. And I remember I was having a great time with my friend. I was one of the first kids that came into a classroom. I was wearing a tank top and I had already, by the way, been hiding this from my family, what I was wearing, a tank top, because we weren't allowed to show our arms or shoulders. I already felt a bit of guilt wearing this, but then I walked into this room and I see my teacher and I'm like, hey, how are you? She looked at me and she was like, I need you to go to your locker right now and put on a sweater. Do you have a sweater? I was looking down at myself like, I am so confused at what I'm, you know, wearing that's so inappropriate to her right now. Mm -hmm. I got to my locker and by this time the hallways were empty and I just broke down in tears because I just started thinking like, was my mom right the whole time? Am I like a whore because I'm wearing a tank top? Like, is this the worst thing possible? She was a woman too and that's what made it even more hurtful. Yeah. Both of our stories I just realized had to do with women telling us that we can't do that. Because they were told what to do mm -hmm. and they internalized that so much that yeah. they just thought it was normal and they were passing on that sort of respect. Another thing that's interesting is when you are so concerned and worried about what you are wearing. It's like, it's a way to keep women in the passenger seat, if that makes sense. If yeah. we are constantly worrying about what we look like, what we're saying, and we're always trying to please men, it's completely taking away from what we can offer society. That's so true. I can speak to that. I mean, the amount of times I've had to take time and energy out of my day, of my morning, to say, okay, there's gonna be four men in this meeting, so therefore I should be wearing a suit and not a dress or I should be wearing my hair like this. Like having to consider what I'm gonna wear that day takes time and energy out of my day where he's my male associate. He doesn't have to think about any of that. He's gonna be wearing the same clothes regardless of who's in the meeting. And focusing on the presentation or yeah. you know, the business venture. And you wouldn't believe how important the morning of or the time before a meeting actually is when you're actually landing a large client proposal you're trying to land a big deal yeah. your mental energy and what you're focusing on is super important you also like 99% of the time harshly judge other women and what they wear yeah so you think you're holier than thou when you're wearing these clothes and if you aren't that's great and I'm, I'm super proud of you for 
you know, making it only about yourself. But a large part of the time, and including myself as a kid, when I was wearing what was dictated to wear, yeah. and I was covered, I constantly thought I was superior to other girls who were wearing short shorts and, and you know, tube tops. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I would never wear that. I'm not like other girls. That's so slutty. And I thought I was better. Yeah. Even if I didn't voice it, I internally thought it. If something happened to a woman where it was like a guy treated her a certain way, Honestly, internally, I would be like, well, it's because you were wearing that, or it's be maybe you shouldn't be acting like that. Maybe you shouldn't be. Yeah, I, I honestly thought like, oh, well, if she was wearing short shirts, of course, the guy's gonna be talking about her like that. It was always positively reinforced that, that you know that I didn't wear something like, oh, well, you're not wearing a short yes. dress. When we were kids, like boys constantly told, yeah, you're not like other girls, and that's why I like you. And we yeah. we fed off of that. There's so much positive it. reinforcement, and yeah. then you end up doing it to other people. And the same things we're talking about, we were also guilty of. Yeah. We had to learn to get out of this. I still struggle with it to this day. I have to call out my own slut shaming to myself, to my yeah. own body, and to other women. And, exactly. You know, to not judge because a woman decides to wear something or not to wear something. We're not saying that you have to do one or the other or that you shouldn't wear clothing and it doesn't matter. We're saying that you should have the choice to do so and a male's response is, is irrelevant. Exactly. Or just people's response in general is irrelevant. Yeah. It's yeah, what you want response. to wear. And it's super common to have those thoughts, right? And to yeah. be like, oh my gosh, what is she wearing? Like, what yeah. a whatever insult. Yeah. But it's not your very first thought that matters. It's your second thought, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's how you react and what you yeah. do. So, like, I may have that thought because I was sort of brainwashed throughout my childhood to think this way. And so it's still there. And that's my first thought that I may think of someone. And then immediately I'm like, no, Umber, you're not this, you're not this person. What are you even saying? Mm -hmm. She looks wonderful. And yeah. I move on. That's how I dictate what type of person I am is by my second thought or my actions and not my very first one. Yeah, it's not about that initial feeling it's about how you deal with those feelings we are human at the end yes. of the day we're going to make mistakes what you're responsible for is how you actually react to it it's just like having a temper and you want to punch someone in the face but you don't you don't react to exactly what you feel at that moment modesty levels change for each person so it's entirely subjective on the person and who gets to decide that mm -hmm. your level of extreme is completely different than someone else's level of extreme. And everyone thinks that they're the moderate. Everyone yeah. thinks that they're not the extreme one. And a lot of these rules were created by men for men. And they vary from place to place, culture to culture, man to man. Depending on what country you're in, what geographic location you live in, what's extreme and what's acceptable will be different. One thing that I want to reiterate is Josh Weed in his tweet saying, I've never told a man he should put a shirt on just because a man's body is attractive to him. He's never demanded modesty from a guy. I really want people to think about the word modesty and how that can be problematic. It comes off as if it's a good thing and I think it's something that everybody should question. If you feel empowered by wearing modest clothing or covering clothing, that's awesome and I'm very happy for you. But yeah. what I also want you to question is where that idea came from. Did that come entirely from you or did that come from family members, from society, yeah. um, from your partner? Like where is this coming from? Because Nine times out of ten, your brothers or male cousins or the men in your life weren't told the same thing as you. Mm -hmm. And if you're completely fine with that and you are you're comfortable with, you know, the dichotomy and that like blatant difference, then that's that's your choice and I will always support your choice to wear what you want. Yeah. But I guess who I am speaking for are the women who have it forced on them like us and all it really did was damage their self-esteem and their self-worth. One more point that I can come up with like an opposing viewpoint is what if women dress modestly in order to avoid attention? That's a very valid point. I dress certain ways when I am walking along the streets or if I know I'm going a certain way, I do dress 
in a more covering way because I do want to avoid that attention. But instead of you know congratulating me or thinking that's great, why don't we acknowledge how messed up it is that I have to do that in the first place? And that, and again, back to what we were saying that what was modest to you in that situation would be exactly. completely inappropriate in another situation. Exactly. So it depends on your location and time and place. I think we should question the fact that based on where we are, we are allowed to wear certain things. So to wrap this up, at the end of the day, empowerment looks different to each person. But what's truly empowering is wearing what you want to. Not what your family tells you to, what society tells you, not what your religion says or your partner tells you to. Yeah. So that's our video! As always, leave a comment yeah. about what you want us to talk about. And, and your thoughts on this video. Your opinions, you know. yeah. And all the women and your experiences, this is like your chance to express yourselves. We're so open to hearing what you've been through. The only thing I ask is that you please be respectful when you're speaking to others. No offensive comments. This if is you just do, we will delete them. Yeah, we will block your ass. The only thing that we want is for people to have constructive conversations yeah. where we're trying to all understand each other. So please be nice. If you like this video at all, like, comment, subscribe, <laughs> and follow us on Instagram too. Share it with your friends. Thanks for watching, guys. Woo! Bye!